All right, let's get it started. The big day is tomorrow. Got the draft kicking off. We're going to do our final mock draft before then. And with the first pick, we're going to go to Ben. He's going to have the honors to kick it off. Well, this tough to pick here, but I think I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. But uh, took a lot of thought into that one. Tell us what you think about the young quarterback. I think he's the best quarterback to be on the college level. Talking about true skill and talent. I think uh, there's never been one like him and there never will be another one like him. So, get him while you can, Jack Lars, because he's winning Super Bowls in this future. Jack's fans are elated right now is what they deserve. Yes! It's the warehouse live, to, live mock draft 2.0 party. I, I wonder how many Lawrence jerseys have been bought already. Well, they... Bought out his whole uh, wedding <laughs> registry in like a day. <laughs> We're committed. Just, uh... All right, on to pick two. I've got the Jets. This is another one of those picks that we don't expect to uh, change. Uh, Zach Wilson's pretty much locked in with the Jets. I feel bad for Zach Wilson, but... <laughs> Hopefully he can turn it around. They've been looking for someone for years to be able to turn it around, and maybe Wilson's the guy, but they're going to need a lot of guys around them. So best of luck, Zach Wilson. Good. So, I don't get why Zach Wilson has gained all this momentum to just jump Justin Fields this much in the offseason. I don't know why they piped just... him up that far above Justin Fields, like there's that big of a gap between them. I, believe yeah, I was I watching – I was watching something about it today, and this is the big reason why. It's because he had like a Joe Burrow type jump from last year, this past year. So they're thinking that he's going to be some type of a Joe Burrow player. But I, I mean, I like Zach Wilson. I think he's a, I think he's twerpy looking, but <laughs> if he can play ball, I'm a damn fan of him. Yeah, I was going to say, I think all four of us uh, Warehouse members think that Fields might be the better quarterback than Wilson. And Justin Fields, seeing that they want Wilson, might be might be better for him and his career. So, <clears throat> yeah, that one plays out. But Finish up. No, I was just going to say we're going on the next pick, but you go ahead and include. Oh, no. Well, like Ben said with the Joe Burrow thing, I think you'll see that for – for years to come with guys having that real good last season, them climbing up boards like that, you know, not having super great seasons before them, but having that last good senior year. And uh, like Zach did and like Joe Burrow did, just jumping up like that with a good season. But also Mitch Trubisky did that, so it's a risk. But yeah. Yeah, it could be another Trubisky over Mahomes and Watson 2.0. Yeah. All right, well, that takes you to number three, Jackson. You got the 49ers pick. All right. All right, 49ers, they moved up here, traded with the Dolphins. Everybody is sure they're going to go quarterback, but which one's it going to be? Is it going to be Jones or Lance? I think all the reports are saying Shanahan wants Jones, but John Lynch is not on board with that 100%. So it's either between Lance or Jones. And I think oh, at the end of it, they're going to go Lance. 
they're going to go with the uh, mm-hmm. the higher ceiling, I'd say. The more versatile guy. As we know, the Jimmy G today, they've been reporting Lincoln, Lincoln with the Patriots again. Maybe, hopefully not. But uh, I just think if they go Mac Jones, you've already got a similar type of guy on the team already with Jimmy G. Mac Jones is just kind of a guy like him. He's a QB. He's going to play the same way. Yeah. But with Lance, you have that high ceiling. You could, if he reaches his potential, you know, it's much higher than Mac Jones and way better than Jimmy G will be. Mm-hmm. So I think the pick's going to be Lance. I agree. I mean, I think with the Jimmy G situation, if they if they end up going Mac Jones, being that I think Jones might be a little pro more pro-ready than Lance is, I think that's when they'll ship off Jimmy G. But if Lance is the pick, I think Jimmy G might stay around a little longer. Kind of use them, see how it goes, work Lance in. But yeah, yeah, because Shanahan has said, you know, we Jimmy G's a part of this team, yeah, multiple times yeah, this whole season. Blowing smoke. Yeah, exactly. I saw where you know, like like you said, you know, the front office and head coach that they're not really agreeing on who they want. I do know the GM said that he's like, you know, because obviously they have the right to pick. It's their final say. But he said he's always going to defer to Shanahan when it comes to making this pick because yeah. he's the play caller. So I think that's where like, the interesting thing comes into because, like, you know, this probably, conversations are probably going on right now, um, still arguing who should be the pick. I think uh, could cause some controversy in that office. Look out for that in the future. <laughs> that's uh, heard it here first. Some people might be fired after in a couple of years if this pick <laughs> goes wrong, but uh, yeah. All right. Anybody else have anything to add to that pick? I think that's it. We'll move on to now. We got Super Kyle about to pick for his his Atlanta Falcons. Um, I'm hearing some rumors about them moving. Kyle, what Kyle? What's the report? (laughs) Well, uh, I I this is just a this is a gamble considering what has happened. But I, if you want my opinion, I think. This isn't what my pick will be, but my opinion tomorrow is they'll take Kyle Pitts. But for the sake of it, I feel like I can do a better job. So I'm going to trade this with the Broncos, and it's going to be the Broncos are going to send pick uh, 9 and 40 in Drew Locke, and the Falcons will send a fourth rounder back. Whoa. So, so that, nine, nine, 9 40 and Drew Locke? Drew Ock and the Falcons will send uh their fifth rounder. I'm not, I can't find the number on top of me no. again. I just missed it. Julio. Uh, um, no, not Julio. Even though I do think they should trade him. That's guy. Yeah, like a hot picture take. of him in a Patriots uniform looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I I'll pick for now with this trade, and I think since Lance is off the board now, I think the Broncos will take Justin Fields because they are. Damn in it. desperation of a quarterback, especially if, if we're saying Drew Lock goes in this trade. So, wow. mm. okay. and uh, cover your ears, Patriot fans. We know one warehouse is going to be uh, screaming loud about this one in a couple minutes. And that's his, that's his opinion right there. He's he's pissed. Royally pissed. <laughs> All right, well, that takes us to pick five. The Bungles will be picked by Ben. 
Yeah, it's, I think this was in the season. I think you Bengals were saying they want to pick a receiver, but after Joe Burrow getting her, you can you got to pick Penny Sewell. I'm going to be protecting that franchise quarterback in the future. But uh, I think if Joe Burrow never got hurt, the pick would probably be Jamar Chase. But Yeah, because you got to think he's definitely trying to lobby for, for Chase to be the pick there. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely in there saying Chase, Chase. But if you're being smart, you got to protect the guy. Because he had a good rookie year going on. Good pick. You said, you said Sewell, right? Yes. Good pick, smart pick. Yeah, especially with him being injured last year. Uh, I'm getting a call from Miami right now. Let me answer the phone. Uh-oh, call from Miami. It looks like Miami pick would be a very popular one to move up with, and they have a very tough decision. This is my decision right now. With Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase both sitting there, an extremely tough decision for the Dolphins. Even though they've been rumored to liking Jalen Waddle better than – both, or maybe just Jamar Chase. Um, they might have thought that Pitts might not have been there. So I'm going to give Kyle Pitts to Tua and the Miami Dolphins. Good pick. Damn it. Good pick. Either one, Chase or Pitts there. I mean, that yep. helps them. I, mean, I, I think, you know, Tua's probably lobbying for – for Waddle right now. I mean, definitely if Pitts is available, Dolphins are going Pitts. Yeah. Um, but if Pitts is gone, you got to think too, it's probably trying to get Waddle on that team. Yeah. I mean, they've got they've got the pick of the three best wide receivers in the draft there. So that's a tough one. Well, thinking, uh, thinking fantasy football-wise, we're looking at Lawrence on the Jags, Wilson on the Jets, Lance on the 49ers field, Broncos, and now Pitts on the Dolphins. Which one do we see making the most impact in fantasy football uh, in this upcoming season? What do you all think? Kyle Pitts, definitely. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, having two tight end sets, but Jasicki there would be – Pretty nasty, especially for Tua, who's doesn't he's not a deep ball thrower. I mean, I know he he's probably capable of it, but guy who's going to be checking down a lot if he's got two tight ends like that. That's that's great for a young quarterback like that. I think you can make an argument for. I hope you can make an argument for Fields too, because him going to Denver right now, you know, a lot of people are bought in on Judy on their fantasy teams. I know uh, we have one where Hoser in here who's uh, Judy's on his bench, and maybe Fields can. Raise that, raise that ceiling a little bit for him. He'll probably stay on the bench unless he gets traded. Wow. Listening to offers. Wow. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be setting up my offer tonight. Yeah, I'd love Anthony McFarland. JBR gets a steal. Talk about a steal of the draft. That's it. <laughs> I'll wait on Anthony McFarland. Anthony McFarland, if, you, if you're listening, just ignore the haters and. Keep grinding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nose down. How do you want to touch on that thing, though? Pick seven belongs to the Lions and also belongs to Jackson. All right. So, the Lions have got the perfect scenario here. They lost Galladay. They lost Jones. And the best receiver in the draft has fell to them at seven. So, I think this is a no-brainer here for them, the way it falls, pick and chase. But this could be, you know, if Chase doesn't fall there, even Devontae Smith for some reason. 
I'd say they could trade out of that pick, especially mm-hmm. if one of those quarterbacks falls. I'm sure they'll be getting a lot of calls about it, people trying to jump the Panthers the next pick. But Chase right there, that's the best scenario for them, for him to fall and them get him at seven. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's an easy pick. It pretty much fell to him. I think that's also a pick that if Chase isn't there at seven, that they they might easily trade out and look to maybe get another receiver in that first and still add some capital to it. So, yeah, and pick the through there. Uh, I right. guess that leads it to uh, leads it to me. Um, right now, um, nobody that's extremely high on the Panthers board is really up there anymore. I know. There've been reports if if Fields is there, um, if if Fields is there, that's who they're going to go with. But um, I got to think that the uh, Panthers is just going to trade back here. But I'm trying to find a suitable partner for him. But I think actually, I think I'm going to go with Rashawn Slater here at eight. Um, I feel like they could trade back somewhere with like New York or Philadelphia because I know both of them are interested in receiver, but um, trying to get ahead of the, one another, but I see uh, the Chargers trying to move up and get Slater too after Sewell falls or after Sewell gets drafted. But I'll go with Slater here at eight. But don't be surprised if uh, Sam Donald's pissed after tomorrow night. I'm sure he'd love the Slater pick. That'd help him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. That takes us pick nine back to the Falcons. So, Kyle, back to you. Falcons need so many they need so much defensive help but I feel like they can get a lot of defensive help in depth in uh, day two and day three so with trading back and I'm going to give them another weapon and I'm going to give them I'm going to give them Jalen Waddle I'm just going to go out on a limb here just definitely very rare that this will happen, but Julio is getting up there in age, and you have Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage is even stepping up a lot. So you can't, you couldn't go wrong with like Smith or Waddle. And I think Waddle just has a little bit more upside just because of the speed, and that's it's not by much. Yeah, I'll make what, if, if, if they pick a receiver, is that them? Signing the uh, ring in the bell that who they're really listening to Julio offers and they're seriously considering I, shipping I him think out. so. And yeah. I, I, they don't want to, but it's they're they've been put in such a bad situation from the previous regime, they're in cap hell right now. And I know it would be major backlash, but Julio has about two good years left on him, and that that's being generous. So get assets for him while you can. That's what I say, and save yourself some cap room. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Right on the Patriots. pipeline to Atlanta. They got Julio, Ridley, and Waddle. That'd be Atlanta loves Bama receivers. They do for good reason. They are good. All right, other Falcons fans will still blame Matt Ryan when he throws for five thousand and thirty Mm -hmm. (laughs) thousand. Well, that's a lot of touchdowns. Jesus. <laughs> 5,030 5, touchdowns. You heard it here first. Ryan needs to win one. Uh, oh, that was a good one. 
Oh. All right, number 10, the Cowboys pick will be made by Ben. Yeah, I think Cowboys have to go defense here, but the question is what position do they got to go? With somebody who's climbing up the boards rapidly at this point, I think we'll go with J.C. Horn. Coot. Wow. We have we have a coot in here that's going to be happy about that one. But uh, There's one for the coots. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm up on pick 11 here for the New York football giants. Um, I'm actually going to make a trade here because <gasps> we see we see Mac Jones sitting there on the board. We've got the Eagles coming up. We've heard the re- Eagles talking about possible quarterback. I don't know why, but the trade is, that is going to be made here, I'm, I don't know what's going to be included, but the Washington football team will move up to pick 11. Oh, no. And the Washington football team will then select Mac Jones – and he will be a quarterback who can learn under uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick this year. He's He's got the talent to be a pretty good quarterback in this league, and I think Washington's going to be really excited that he's still there at 11. So, Mac Jones to the team. And Patriots fans are shocked. Oh, All man, right. Jackson's best. Uh, Who? <laughs> but if it if it fell that way like we are now with Devontae Smith sitting there, you think they'd trade out of it? You know, I mean, with them signing Galladay, um, if they're if now if they're able to get enough assets, it's going to take a big deal for Washington to move up eight spots there from 19. Um, sure. But I think they're just going to be in such a – quarterback need that's kind of been a secret this whole offseason that Mac Jones still there that it's it's almost too tempting to go get so and you never know Giants can still get a pretty good receiver at 19 if that's what their true need is but really yeah if I'm the Giants I'm focusing more on defense and moving down might be a better decision for them no one Giants fan he said they should not pick a receiver well Mm -hmm. Glad, glad we also a Giants fan also mentioned that uh, Kyle Trask is QB two of this draft. <laughs> yeah, we know you're listening. That's shout a out. reach. <laughs> two warehouse insiders had to be held back when he said that. <laughs> All right, pick twelve, and the Eagles, Levi's Eagles, will be picked Ooh. by Jackson. All right, this one's for you, Levi. We know you're listening. <laughs> So, <laughs> he, he fell in your lap right here. You're going to get the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith. You need that receiver help, especially if Jalen Hurts is going to be your guy. You need him some weapons. So that's an easy pick right there, especially if Smith falls to 12. I know that Levi's in his car right now, either on the way to work or eating at his lunch break, but uh, <laughs> I know he's just cheering with food in his mouth right now. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Get that Smith order on jersey, son. <laughs> jersey on order, son. Stay, uh, stay safe on the road. Stay safe on <laughs> the road, Levi. But now we're cheering hard, but still got to stay safe. Remember, always wear your buckle. Good. Well, I know if this happens tomorrow where we've got Waddle at 9, Mac at 11, and Devontae at 12, I can't imagine how many Alabama graphics and things ESPN is going to be throwing at us tomorrow. So prepare yourself for the draft to see – 
a lot of Alabama statistics and, and stats being thrown your way, especially with some of the guys still on the board coming up next. So, you know, uh, Coot's going to be happy about that one. <laughs> All right, pick tw- 13, the Chargers will be picked by Kyle. Uh, there's still some good, of course, Bama talent on the board because we can't keep stop stop talking about them. But I think the Chargers need to protect Herbert here. And with best two tackles already gone, I think they go for the third best one, Christian Derisaw from Virginia Tech. So I think some protection for Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. He'll be happy. Right. Okay. Give me more time to throw, uh, throw to Keenan Allen. Times. Mm-hmm. Well, our uh, our O line expert couldn't be here tonight, so with that, we're just going to skip to pick fourteen. Uh, ben, picking for the Vikings. Yeah, I know. Um, the lineman says that exactly the situation Minnesota probably wanted, um, but I think they got to reach here a little bit. Good Elijah Vera Tucker. Um, they're in desperate need of a any line position, so I think they just got the best one available at fourteen. Get out, Patriot fans! We can't hear you. <laughs> that takes us to New England and Nike is going to make the pick. What's going to be Nike? <laughs> well, obviously the the QBs didn't unfold like you would want them to in this one. So, in a typical Patriots fashion, they would probably trade back in reality at this point, like Bill usually does, and disappoint everybody looking for the pick. Right now, I think you can go defense. You get Micah Parsons, the best linebacker in the draft. They added a couple of free agency, but he's a guy that can play that mic and – Dante Hightower, he's not what he once was. He can sit behind him, learn to be that captain of that defense. So I think this is this is the pick here, and I'd be I'd be happy with it if this is the way this played out. That's a hell of a pick. Great pick. Every linebacker coach out there is smiling right now for the New England Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Big Wayne getting one of them. He's happy to see a linebacker find a good home. Good. <clears throat> We'll contact him for an official film breakdown. (laughs) He'll be be our special guest one episode uh, (laughs) to break down Michael Parsons' week one performance. (laughs) All right, pick 16 belongs to me and the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Interesting pick that they're here with. Um, We've heard some reports that they might end up trying to move up for a receiver, which is interesting. I mean – might I'm trying to add as many weapons to that offense as possible, but with their situation losing Patrick Peterson, I think it's a no-brainer for them to take Patrick Sertan right now. Um, Sertan may not be on the board here, but I think they're really happy that he is there at 16. And easy pick for them to add to their defense. So Sertan to the Cal- or Cardinals. Yeah, I agree with that. Good pick. All right, now we're on to 17. They- Las Vegas Raiders. Mm, gosh, it's it's such a mystery with the Raiders. 
I, I you never know who they're going to pick or who they're going to reach on. That's who I should say. And I, I'm not going to call this a reach, but it's it's a good sleeper that uh, we have talked about within the crew, and I think they're going to take Elijah Moore here. <gasps> wow. Okay. Well, we know Raiders are always amused and amazed by speed if it comes from a receiver. So, uh, I mean, look how good Henry Ruggs did this year. All right, relax. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be honest. Though. Darren Waller takes into a lot of effect for that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. Raiders getting more. More the merrier for the Raiders. All right. <laughs> Dolphins pick 18 belongs to Ben. Yes. Uh, this don't break just, my heart uh, here. This is one of those where, you know, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, anything could happen at this point. But I don't think you can uh, count out a trade back here. I know wow. In, I know the Indianapolis is really looking for a receiver. They want to get ahead of Chicago. I think they're going to trade up to 18. I think Indianapolis is going to pick Rashad Bateman. Wow. So you got to trade 18. 18 to 21. I think uh, they got to get ahead of Chicago because Chicago right now, especially with quarterbacks off the board, they will probably go best receiver available, and that belongs to Rashad Bateman. So yeah. I think Indianapolis trades up and makes that pick. All right. Yeah, back-to-back receivers. They might have gotten nervous seeing Elijah Moore going off the board, and that pushes them to make the make the move. I know the Packers have been linked with Bateman, and they like him a lot. So <laughs> sorry, Brett, but that's – He's going to be to the, a Colt now. Nah, they so traded it. A lot of one-on-ones with Rocky Sin, and he's going to be a, a great receiver after that. All right. It looks like I make my pick for my trade earlier where um, I had the Giants trading back to 19. This is a situation where usually – it's kind of weird this draft where edges edge rushers are usually top five picks no matter there's usually a dominant one that's usually right up there with the quarterbacks this year is a little different um, but here is where I think the first edge rusher comes off the board and I think the Giants will select Quiddy Pay from Michigan. Good pay. Quiddy Pay day. So they end up trading out. Adding additional picks and probably still get the guy that probably be higher up on their board with their need for an end rusher. So I think that works out well for them. Yeah, that's that's good value trade for them. <clears throat> All right, pick twenty. The Chicago Bears belong to Jackson. Uh oh. Well, the Bears they don't have a quarterback. Sorry, Andy Dalton fans, but unfortunately, none of them are here. So you're stuck with him. So, like Ben said earlier, the Bears were when he made that Rashad Bateman pick. He mentioned the Bears, <clears throat> but right now, the receivers they'd be kind of a reach. You could see them trade back if they wanted to, but I think they could go. They could go cornerback here. They could go linebacker if they wanted. 
to pair up with um, uh, Fuller. So I think I think they go Farley here, and uh, I think this might be his range in the actual draft. You know, falling because of that that back surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, he was projected one of the he was projected the top corner. I'm sure mm-hmm. at the yeah. beginning of the, the college football season. What did did he opt out this season? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he opted out due to, like you said, due to the injury. Yeah, was the the back issues. Um, but I mean, it's a good season to choose to opt out. If you got to have surgery, so it works out for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this will be his actual range in the draft. He'll he'll slip a little bit, but he'll still be a stud. He's definitely one of the best in the draft, and I think that's a good pick for the Bears there if he falls. Mm-hmm. All right, nice pick. Pick 21 belongs to Kyle and the Dolphins. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's correct. I don't even know where this uh-oh is going. <laughs> it's simple. The Dolphins, are the way our, our mock is going, they're picking up assets left and right. And two of them is a running back. So they're they're going to take Najee Harris right here at 21. Oh, Great pick. My heart is broken. And- I mean, you re- well, so luckily the best running back of the draft still available for you. Do you really think they're going to say Miles Gaskin is the guy? I mean, come on. Well, I think, too, his heart's broken that there's not going to be a starting tackle for him now. So, <laughs> but I guess they got there's a lot of back in the there's draft. a lot of uh, a lot of rounds left. Yeah, that, we're just focusing on one. I mean, it's a very deep alignment class too. I think Miami wouldn't mind picking up a guy in the second or third round. Mm-hmm. We still got mm-hmm. six more rounds to do, so they'll pick one. Right, yeah, well, get your coffee at warehouse, man. It's gonna be here a while. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you're done listening, it'll probably be real draft time, and uh, hopefully, we're right about these picks. <laughs> All right, that makes the Tennessee Titans up. And Tennessee Titans pick will be selected by Ben. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of a difficult pick because you know you don't look at Tennessee and just think of um, you know just a, a bad team that really needs something bad here. Um, but I think they got to go best available corner. That's Greg Newsom. Um, I think they'll get some help on the defensive side of the ball just a little bit more because uh, the AFC teams they have offenses and. Hopefully, uh, they can make the runs. I really like the Titans. Hopefully, hopefully, not. Hope the run's not too far because uh, Patriots gonna be playing in the AFC Championship game this year. Hopefully, hopefully we get a tie, but we'll see. But... <laughs> Both of them played one half in the Super Bowl. Good. What was the pick? <clears throat> uh, Greg Newsom. Right, good pick. Especially after they lost uh, Dory Jackson, young guy who they probably didn't expect to lose that soon, but it was overpaid by the Giants. Sorry, Jack. Yep. All right, so pick 23 and pick 24 will both belong to me. 23 is another spot that a possible running back can go. Um, pick it. Go ahead and pick it. I think. I think the Jets are going to go a different direction than running back. 
Oh, what a shocker, right? <laughs> not, not because I want one to fall to 24. I truly think they're going to go a different route just because they could find a – they're the type of team that can find a running back later. Frank Gore will probably end up playing another six years somehow and rush for, rush for 200 yards a season. They'll, they'll keep starting somehow and they'll ride him. So, I think the – the Jets are going to end up going with the second edge rusher off the board, and that will be um, Aziz Ojolari, who is a damn good dog. Um, <laughs> oh, I'll make sure to bleep that one out. <laughs> he's going to have a great future in in, uh, in New York. And now that leads us to the, group, the best pick in in this draft, and <laughs> nothing else to set it up, then. Yeah! All right, well. See, the terrible towels flying from here. They're going to be way behind Cleveland. There's going to be some booze. Can't wait for our week one preview show, and still fans are going to be behind us, and Pittsburgh on a live show. All right, so this is this puts me in a tough situation as I believe Najee Harris will be there tomorrow at 24, and Najee will be the the great, the best pick for us. But I think we're going to stay. We need to stay at running back with the amount of dynamic backs that are still there. I love these other two backs. It's just I think Najee's a little bit ahead of both of them. Um, but – Run ETN shirts are going to be all over Pittsburgh next season. Yes, yes. ETN will be a <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. And we'll did not expect that. Very happy. We're, we're all we're all buying ETN jerseys. <laughs> and I hope uh, I don't know if James is listening, but I bet James is pissed with this pick. Well, I can't wait for can't wait for James to be proved wrong. <laughs> All right, pick 25, back to Jacksonville. Their second pick belongs to Jackson. All right, so obviously they've got their quarterback of the future with the first pick and Trevor Lawrence. They're going to pick somebody here to protect him for the long term. They're going to take a tackle. And right now, you got Walker Little on the board, Tevin Jenkins, Dylan – sorry, Dylan – Radunes. Not sure how you pronounce it. Maybe that's right. Maybe it's not. So they've got those pick of those three guys, but I'm going to give them the Oklahoma State product, Tevin Jenkins. Okay. Great pick. Then best running back in college football, Chubba. Should have been there. Should have been the Steelers pick previously, but they don't see what I see. I wanted him to be a Steeler a year ago, and then he played another season. And- JMB fans that carried over to warehouse, you know how much you know how much Jay loved uh, loved Chubba. I love a good Chubba, so that's that's just good Chubba, if you ask me. I think Tevin Jenkins, that's a good pick for them. Somebody to protect Trevor Lawrence with the rookie coming in. I think that's yep. the route they go. And I mean, the Jags got like six other picks in the next two rounds, so I think it's a good decision to go tackle and get one of the better tackles while you still. You can add a lot of depth to other positions with many of those other picks. All right, so that's where you're probably going to hear the loudest cheers tomorrow as the Cleveland Browns are going to be picking in their home stadium. 
or home states on their stadium. Wow. Uh, but Kyle, go ahead and make the Browns pick at 26. Hmm. Uh, the Browns are such an interesting team, but I would this – gosh, I feel like I keep picking Alabama players on my picks. But uh, one team needs is just interior defensive line. Christian Barmore is there, I, I think. You know, they've got to help him on the defensive line, help Miles Garrett out, and I think that's who the Browns take. It's not a sexy pick, but if he fell that far, it's a really good pick for the Browns. I agree. I like that pick. That's a good pick. All right. I'm not going to mention anything because I'm not going to say anything's good in Cleveland. Uh, pick 27. Yeah, this is another one that, you know, Baltimore's big need is receiver. But right now the top receivers are gone. There's some left. Terrace Marshall Jr. is on the board. Um and they do have two teams right behind them that are desperate need of a receiver too. So I think Baltimore reaches a little bit and picks Terrace Marshall Jr. here just so um, New Orleans and Green Bay can't get their hands on them. That's what I have them picking. That's a good pick. He's going to be a stud. He was a stud at mm-hmm. LSU, but he kind of took the back burner to Chase and Jefferson. But he's a he's a beast. Good pick. Wonder if their running back will be able to throw it to him. <laughs> All right, pick twenty. Wee Hoopin's gonna come for your face. Wee Hoopin's gonna have Julio Jones on this team. <laughs> what a duo! Chance Marshall and Julio. He called it. Shout out, Wee Hoopin. We know you're listening. <laughs> really, the whole world's listening. So, shout out to everybody right now. <laughs> Hey, right, Mike Tomlin. Pick 28, the Saints is picked by me. Uh, they were rumored to like Caleb Farley. So, with their need of corner, and they could also go wide receiver too, as uh, Ben mentioned before. Um, also, a linebacker. There is, I like uh, JOK sitting there. But I think. I think the Saints are going to go with another corner. Um, they're going to go Asante Samuel Jr. and sure up that secondary. Let's hope Asante fell to pick 39. <laughs> Asante is going to be a good steal. I think he's good talent, good athlete. <clears throat> I think if he finds the right fit, it'll it'll be uh, it'll be a nice nice to see him thrive. All right, pick 29. This is for Brett and Jackson. It will make the pick for Brett. All right, Brett, this one's for you. Back up the other four. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go ahead and get down here and get Javante Williams for sure. (laughs) So they could get somebody to pair with Javante Adams, which I think that's the route they go. I mean, they could go linebacker, go go defense. But I think they're going to go here. Considering last year's draft, they didn't give – uh, Aaron Rodgers at weapon in the first round. You say I got him a backup. So I think they're going to go here with Rondell Moore. I think he'd be a great compliment to Devontae Adams in that offense. I think that'd be a good duo. I hope uh, Aaron Rodgers is happy with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who? 
I, I thought uh, you said Aaron Rodgers, I think. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, whatever you call him, he's coming off an MVP season. And I think Ooh. he's going to love having Rondell Moore. So. I call him right. good. On to the Bills. Bills were rumored to like Travis Etienne, but sorry, Bills, he's in Pittsburgh. So Bills, power. Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a trade here, and I'm gonna give it to my own. I'm gonna uh, the way I'm drafting. I'm giving it to my own team. I'm giving it to the Falcons. Oh, I think okay. Falcons. Will, if if we're going by our draft, they would obviously trade you the 35th pick, which is their original pick, or the 40th, which is Denver's. I really don't see like, the Bills needing like any gaping needs right now. So I think the Falcons would want to trade up here to get ahead of the Jaguars and, you know, even the Jets to get Javante Williams. <gasps> so it might be a little bit of a, a reach, but I think they, they probably get a little scared that those teams are going to take him. Uh, I absolutely love the pick and I love the trade. I think just adding on – I mean, really, the only piece they need on that offense, especially after you gave him Jalen Waddle, is is a running back, and they for sure got it. Now they could probably focus on defense. Every other pick of this mm-hmm. one would add good depth. I think Falcons could be a good surprise team. Yeah, finally have a smart coach for once. It's crazy what that does. All right, on to the second pick for the Ravens, selected by Ben. I don't know. Raven fans are really loving my pick so far. I got some good feedback. But uh, <laughs> pick 31, I think they can go anything here. Um, best available. But I think they're going to go with the edge, and I think they're going to pick Jalen Phillips. Okay. Um, I know Penn State fans are pissed that Jason Owe, Owe whatever, however you say his damn name, well, he's still on the pissed. board. Uh, I, think, I think Baltimore goes Phillips there. Watch out, big man! I know you. I know you'll truck him if he comes in the backfield, but uh, still keep your eye out for him. I'm I'm shocked you didn't give him Kadarius Tony. I mean, they could get uh, like a Marshall and Tony right there. Yeah, I just I just don't know if they go to receivers. Yeah, twenty-seven, thirty-one. I, I don't know. They they have think- no receivers. Rodgers falls to them like New England in the second or third round. I know uh, Amari's dad is on the coaching staff in Baltimore. So uh, we could look out mm, for well, those well, those picks so close together. They can they can go receiver either pick and still get the one the good. Yeah, left. that's one on the yeah. left. I'm sure. Yeah, I just think Baltimore goes receiver twenty twenty seven because of New Orleans and Green being yeah. right behind them. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, and that takes us to Mister Irrelevant of the first round. It was selected by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I think the Buccaneers are having a field day right now after they're seeing this player fall to them. They cannot believe it. Uh, safety Trayvon Morig. Um, I think he is he's going to be a pretty good safety, and I know they're, one of their needs is safety and putting him alongside uh, – what's his name? I can't think of his name from this year. Um, Winfield. Putting him next to Winfield would be nice young uh, development for them in the secondary. And I think they'd be happy with that pick. I could also see JOK going there. Um, but really, if you're the Buccaneers and you see JOK and uh, Trayvon both there, it's, they got to be excited to 
have both those guys still there and add to that defense. So. Yep. All right. So now that our first round is done, we will post all of our result, results to the Instagram page. You guys can let us know what you think. Uh, looking back real quick, I want to hear each of you guys. Well, who do you think will make the biggest impact in fantasy football next year out of this whole entire first round? Travis Etienne. Good. Um, it's almost like we stole my Not even <laughs> taking all by that. I actually do think that he will have the biggest impact because we do know Pittsburgh loves that one running back uh, system. And, you know, Big Ben's going to be dumping that ball off to Travis. That's just going to be a hell of a thing to watch. Hell of a thing to watch. I agree. And uh, that would obviously be my pick, too. But if I had to give a second pick, I'm sorry if I'm stealing your thunder, Kyle. But I think Javante Williams would be next. As he's obviously a big, uh, not big need now that they have Mike Davis, but a pretty decent need for running back in Atlanta. And I think Javante is going to be a really good running back in the NFL. And I think he found an awesome home in Atlanta. So that's who I'd, I'd pick. What are the Can't argue with that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll just I, I, flip side of Timmy. I'll, I'll pick Najee with the Dolphins over Travis Etienne. All right. I don't. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll, stay, <laughs> I'll stay away from running back since that. I. I I think Kyle Pitts is – I'm not a Florida person, obviously, but I think Kyle Pitts is going to be a stud in the NFL. He's not just going to be a tight end. He's basically going to be a receiver. He's going to be like Kelsey lining up as a receiver 24-7 wherever he goes probably. So, yeah, he'll, I know. he'll definitely be the number one there now. I think something to look out for too is Rondell Moore. I know people have mentioned him as kind of the Justin Jefferson of this class, and I know one of our warehouse insiders are a huge fan of Justin Jefferson. So uh, hopefully he gets the same impact. We'll be looking at him and uh, warehouse rookie draft too. I hope I didn't just ruin my plans. <laughs> but uh, I guess he wants Rondell Moore. Damn it! And Panther fans are pissed at me. Uh, draft grade is D minus. So. I saw that. I can't believe Slater <laughs> got a D minus. Yeah. He's got a what? That's almost failing in school, kid. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. That's just funny. Great draft. Can't wait for the real thing tomorrow night. Eight o'clock. Cut your TVs on. Don't miss it. Yeah, we're going live at 7.30 for a pre-draft show. <laughs> Any other future uh, rumors that could happen? Um, we're hearing from our insiders around the league. I know we've had a couple calls. I've, I've actually missed a couple calls from somebody while we're doing this episode. Some some people I know from Carolina. Um, I know a buddy of mine from New England who is really in it with the front office up there. and They're saying some interesting things, but – uh. We're going to hold off on telling you guys right now. 20 likes on this post, and uh, <laughs> we'll release that information to you. Awesome. Well, tomorrow, day of the draft, or, or no matter when you're listening to this, it might be today now, we're going to be posting our perfect mock drafts for each of our teams, what we hope happens. So be looking out for that. And we're also going to be making a lot of posts tomorrow about draft-related things. So stay tuned in, and thanks for listening to this. And Enjoy the greatest day of the year tomorrow. <laughs>